Hey everybody, welcome to episode 60 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. This week we are chatting with Pratik Rathore and Ramalingam Subramaniam of bigmygig.com. We get into two specific topics on the deep dive section, the bamboo strategy and measure twice cut once. Do check out the show notes page at www.foundersgyan.com/ep60. See you on the flip side. Ramalingam and Pratik Rathod great to have you guys on the show uh, welcome a big warm welcome to both you guys hey hi thanks thanks for hosting us thank you so much okay so let's quickly get started with uh, what is bigmygig.com for the uh, for the conven- uh, convenience and benefit of our listeners and uh, why this particular name okay uh, so first i'll take your question is as to what is bigmygig.com So bigmygig.com is a platform is a tool to help any person out there who wants to book any kind of entertainment okay so take a very simple example i'll talk in very simple terms for example if you have got a wedding in your house okay and you want to call call an artist or you want to do any kind of entertainment okay so what you do is you do simple you just go to you just log on to www.bigmygig.com and there with a simple we so we, we follow a simple search model where you can just uh, put put in the parameters that you want and you easily get your artist on the go just to uh, sum it up uh, big by gig is a online artist search and discovery tool uh, that helps you book the best artist for your event as my uh, partner here has mentioned if you want to book any type of artist you just go to the website click on the put your uh, parameters click you will get a list of profiles just like you get in any other e-commerce website select on the profiles you can get details about the artist their past work experience what do they charge their videos about them and stuff like that and then you click on book and you get the artist at your event okay and the name big my gig uh, may says that i'm trying to host a gig uh, it means like using your platform i can make it really big exactly, exactly. so so uh, so ram what happens currently is that if you go to any event today okay uh what you usually find is there is a lot of emphasis on food there is a lot of emphasis on you know maybe decoration and stuff but no one really talks about entertainment you know but if you go to see out of everything entertainment can actually bring your whole event live and it could be a talking point which is there in the minds of whoever the guest is you know by the end of the day you know whenever we do an event the most important thing is that any guest who's come to your event should really enjoy it and they should have something in their mind that they take home so through this platform what one can take home is that yes you know today the artist who had come over there was really good really very good and that's how you know the name big my gig so we've really made his event super big right great uh so can you get uh, <laughs> celebrities on this I- i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's it's a joke uh, uh, so, so frank uh, so funnily it is uh, so how the artist scene works is like uh, not not every artist we can put it on on the site uh we have to get proper consent and uh, uh like p- permissions from them to create their profiles and put it online and stuff okay but having said that uh we have been managing to pro- even service requests for celebrities and uh, so that's not an issue but we don't uh, popularly call ourselves that someone we are in that phase 
Okay, so let's let's talk about uh, the concept and the idea to execution. So I know that both you guys uh, have a little bit of a musical background. I, I believe one of you is a artist and the other one is a was into event management. Uh, so uh, so I, I'm guessing the the concept came at that point of time. But is, is there a story behind it? Uh, did you guys have some issues when trying to do something and uh, also? Take us through idea to execution. So once you got the idea, how did you kind of plan about and come to uh, come to the uh, an execution point? So I will take the first first part of it. So uh, talking about how Big My Gig was created. So while we were at our well, we were you know doing our MBA college that was from Jamnalal Bajaj Institute of Management Studies here in Mumbai. That's when I met uh, Ramalingam. Okay, and the thing was uh, that you know I am an artist from the past 12 years. At at heart, I'm I'm an artist today also. So I do some shows on and off here and there. At the same time, you know Ram had this experience of event management. So uh, you know we we always had this sort of uh, entrepreneur uh, what do you say thing in in inside us. You know that we really want to do something. You know we really want to solve that real problem that is there in the market. and that's when you know we got into a contest actually so this is not exactly how it had planned you know we got into a contest and finally uh, so ram was the initial one who had actually started this idea i was later one you know to join him that's when you know this this thing came up ke you know as an artist i find it very difficult to get shows and i at the same time i do not have the right people to represent me okay there is no professional representation that i have on the same hand when you come to an event manager or any event organizer you know it could be me you anyone they don't have the right sources to get the artist from so what happens in today's cases you've got something known as artist managers now artist managers will only give you an option of around 5 to 10 to 15 artists but you know this 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 whole thing of you know or dikhao or dikhao where does that thing come from you know that's when big my gig kicks in and you know you've got a gamut of artist and you know the talent that you have got from various categories like just to give you a statistic our website currently features more than 50 different types of artist categories now these are all purely performing arts based so i'm not even getting into the fine arts so the options that one gets is you know far more uh, you know it's tremendously high when you we are preparing for that b plan competition we did our research uh, we we spoke to multiple stakeholders here and there and then we realized this is not this is not actually just a a presentation that you put in a competition and try to win it is much more than that and having the experience of working as an artist and he has his he had his initial network of artists and i knew what how the things were working around with the event management field so it was uh, it it gave us more confidence that okay once once the research says this the market says this so let us try our hand uh and hen- hence we we came in it is it is like two people having the same problem but uh, uh it's Not like hunch two hunches colliding with each other and coming out with a better solution that's it okay so you, uh what did you do next uh, did you uh, uh just launch the product you already had a prototype did you launch the product did you do something else m- more uh, what, what what did you do to get your first customers right uh, what what we did is we uh, followed something like uh the we call it the bamboo strategy okay so i have read uh, it uh, read this interview of rahul dravid who explained like a bamboo grows like for four years under the ground you won't see a, a single uh, shoot popping out of the seed 
but at the end of the four years you can literally see the bamboo growing okay okay so let's let's talk more about this bamboo strategy i think uh, that's a good point to get into some details around uh, uh, around two things i think uh, you, you had mentioned this uh, during our initial uh, discussion uh, that uh, you want to do a deep dive into the bamboo strategy uh, and then the second one is measure twice and cut once uh, so let's let's talk in detail about this so uh, let's first start with the bam- bamboo strat- strategy and uh, uh, if it ties in with the other other strategy also we can talk about that and get into some questions around these these strategies sure so so the thing is uh as i had mentioned like when we thought of doing this as a full time business we got to know that there are there are a number of things we don't know right so to just start a online tool and uh, uh, to expect that it will start making money was was not really a very wise decision so what we did is we started offline we uh, set up a company okay uh, we based on that company's uh, stuff we went to event managers we went to organizers we went to artists we started selling products offline we tried to ensure that an artist gets gets an event and whatever we do online today we did it offline for almost a year okay okay just to Great. be sure that we understand the business really well because whatever i do online is just a better way of doing it it's it's not the uh, it's not a great way or it's a not something innovative that we are doing but it is innovative in the sense that it it makes it convenient uh, for the uh, for all the stakeholders in this business right right it makes a viable uh, you you're proving to yourself that it's actually a viable business you know yeah, because yeah. technology is an enabler right in this exactly, case exactly exactly so that so the technology part is only making it simpler easier and replicable that's all so so the, that's that's what is the uh, we also believe is the bamboo strategy the bamboo strategy actually means that you first build your base your roots should be proper should be well 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 laid out so that once you start growing you grow at an incredible rate hence we uh, started it in uh, in an offline space more to understand different artists because uh, amongst probably all three of us we may know 10 different categories of artists So there are 50 actual categories and there are much more that we have not been able to tap so just to understand different categories to to understand what is the difference between multiple genres takes a lot of time and pa- being part of this business it was utmost important because if someone comes and asks me a particular genre of an artist and people do that i have to be very careful that whom i am present presenting to them so all this takes time and we ensured that we work first offline and then come out with a pro- with a uh, with a product that can also serve the similar purpose online right right okay okay and uh, could you just give us some more inputs on where did you come across this and where can we learn more about this if we want to learn more about bamboo strategy so bamboo strategy uh, i don't think will be available in any book per se but it's it's more about experience and an observation uh this was part of an interview by mr uh, by given by rahul dravid so rahul dravid was asked like how do you prepare and how much time do you spend on ensuring that you perform really well right so he mentioned like how how one should prepare is like a bamboo so bamboo once planted uh for ap- approximately for around 4 years you cannot see a single shoot coming out of the seed 
you will feel uh, like there's nothing coming up and then once it starts growing you can actually see trees growing so generally you don't see any difference between a, a tree right but with a bamboo thing bamboo uh, there's a specific type of bamboo it's uh, grown basically in uh, china so he was talking about that he was saying like how it how it, it was an observation of his uh, which we actually uh, used it for our own uh, purpose basically you're saying that uh, the uh, a great amount of time should be spent in building the roots so part one of that was you uh, did this offline for about a year and uh, you uh, you discovered that uh, the problem is really there right i mean so when did you decide okay it's time to now move to the next level which is going from an offline model to an online model see the the vision is very clear i want an online tool right so when i was when we were doing offline uh, business at one point in time we felt that the amount of uh, time and cost that was incurred in servicing each request okay was becoming too much as a for a uh, for like it was becoming too high for someone like us to mm-hmm. and we weren't earning enough uh, to compensate that right so what happened is we broke down the pro- artist processing pro- uh, the entire process okay into three parts one it is the search and discovery part okay so finding the right artist for you and everything else that is the search and discovery part the second part was booking the artist and the third part is actual event we were never in the actual event space initially we were doing entire part offline in june what we did is we moved the search and discovery part to online okay where you could go to my website put a request okay uh, understand how it's supposed to be done and we will process that request so we will give you different profiles for different queries that you have and stuff right and now what we have done is the entire process like entire even booking of the artist has now moved online so we went step by step because we understood how the business works and that's how we have moved it uh, online so step by step so initially we decided one part of the business should go online then the next part and then the entire uh, value chain is up there right i think i think that's a, that's a great strategy that you guys have followed uh, in the sense that it doesn't affect uh, the consumers because everything is still available it's just that some parts of it has moved online some parts is still offline and then slowly you're moving everything online so it's a seamless experience for your customers exactly and the second part is like see the the customer also gets a benefit is that initially he had to call me say 10 times so now i reduce that and now he doesn't even have to call me he can get it everything online so that that's that step by step movement has actually benefited my customer and the amount of uh, like efforts that the customer has to put has now drastically been reduced right right that's 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 great now uh, talking about this measure twice and cut once uh, what exactly is that because you mentioned that is also one of the things that you have done in your business uh, can you explain a little bit more of this um we studied at uh, jamnalal bajaj through our, one of our professors professor boman moradian is about the operational management like so if there is a process that we require like uh, you come to me and you ask me i need a band of a particular genre in this budget right so for me it takes x amount of time to ensure that that deal is closed correct right? now my job from while moving from offline to online is to ensure that this becomes as 
real time as possible that is i reduce the entire lead time as 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 fast as possible right so what i uh, what we started doing is we started processing the artists uh, portfolio so what we call them is portfolios on our website if you go uh, offline and you ask an artist uh, tell me what you do and stuff so they will generally send you a pdf document or an excel sheet or or stuff like that okay which doesn't give me enough information to take a decision right so what i uh, like what we started doing in this company is we started uh, processing artist profiles in such a manner that you once you start putting a search query on my website saying i need an artist of this particular type of this genre with this language with this money or budget i have the data that can do it for me secondly if i still don't have that profile on my page okay i have a process called uh, just in time so you might have heard just in time for uh, other uh, businesses where like in an automobile sector you would have heard a just in time where the car is actually made when the order is done so stuff like that so we try to implement that in the artist business okay which was never thought of or heard of we try to implement that kind of a system where if you still come and give me a request which is i don't have that artist on my portal you can still give me a request and i can still uh, with the same amount of time i will be able to service that request so this is where we bring in the concept like measure twice and cut once so whenever i am doing any activity i ensure that i have got enough data about it okay so this measure twice cut once actually comes from the uh, a tailors uh, like a tailoring business any tailor would tell you the same like i'll always measure twice before i cut so before even i commit something i have enough data available and enough pre processing done on every profile on in, on every business aspect so that my client always gets what he wants right so 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 tell us more about this uh, if we ask you for an artist that is not available on your site exactly what goes uh, behind the scenes how do you manage to uh, how do you manage to process that request uh, obviously it's uh, every every request can't be processed but let's take the case of a successful request and how do you process it and what happens in the case of a failure right so what what happens is like uh, see we follow a system where the profiles on our website have to be 100% uh, like uh, adherent to our quality standards okay and quality standards not just means the quality of photos and stuff it's amount of data that is required to actually make a decision this is something that we have learned over a past one year or two years of experience right so beyond that we have uh, like around 62000 artist profiles which do not have enough data on them but they are still profiles right is there are still artists across the country so what we do is once you give me a request okay sir you i couldn't find something on your uh, on your website on your portal uh, and you still give me a request so we ask you five questions what is the type of artist so you can say you need a dj i ask you what type of an event if you say it's like a corporate event or stuff i ask you what is the budget that you are looking out for the venue and the date these are the five questions we believe you should uh you uh, you should answer if you are a genuine customer because we also have this problem of lots of window shoppers who just come to uh like ask for price and stuff so based on this we get your uh, brief we go back to our 62000 pro- connections that we have the profiles and the artist and we get you the artist from that 
point so we have this just in time process in place that works and gives you the different types of profiles so generally we have had a very good uh, turnaround time around 3 to 4 hours even on requests that are not part of the site uh, suppose we don't have any artists of that particular type we would be very open and frank that we don't service this okay and uh, suppose uh, we we will so th there are two things suppose we cannot process that request because uh, recently we got a request for a, a yoga instructor okay so yoga instructors are right now not part of my gamut of artists so they are not technically an artist they are an instructor it's a different theory so we uh, make it very clear okay this is not part of the uh, scheme we, nevertheless we have our partner network which helps us fulfill requests that are still not with me so we hand it over to our partners who will take care it take it further from there if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup there are multiple tips per day some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups growth hacking tips how do you build team for startups how to get funding etc so don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan right okay so you also mentioned that you are bringing efficiencies uh, with a few simple measures so this is one such measure is there any other measures that you could talk about that uh, makes your pre pre processing simple and and bring bring about efficiency in your own business yeah so the the other thing that we do is something called a prepayment guarantee okay so uh, see the, the this artist business uh, frankly speaking can't um not many do it in a organized manner okay so what happens is uh, suppose you book an artist from a um, agent or someone uh, generally there's no invoice generated or probably there's nothing documented as such maybe there's still an invoice but nothing properly documented so once you made the payment you are not sure okay whether the artist will turn up or not on the other hand many times the artist is not sure whether he'll get he or she will get his payment or not Right. So this problem was there and still there in the industry. We are also trying to resolve it, but uh, it's it's something that is part of the industry. So what we have introduced is something called a prepayment uh, guarantee scheme, where we work as a uh, as a uh, as someone who holds the payment on behalf of the artist as well as the client. Okay, the artist is ensured that his payment has been received because he has faith in us. the client also uh, has faith in us because we have a 100% refund uh, or better or like or a equal or better artist option if there is any problem because of this there is the the anxiety level has come down right so this this ensures that both the parties are happy they do what they are best at and the payments and all other uh, managing of their uh, timelines and stuff is taken care of by us so this is something that we have brought in additionally uh, which helps lots of uh, like it it makes it very transparent and clear between the two parties and there is this uh, this uh, bad taste that comes because of payments and all those worries that are all out of the picture okay okay excellent now i have a question with regards to your uh, uh reaching out to these artists now obviously you guys are from the business and so 
probably you have a little bit of an edge on reaching out to these people but uh, uh is it is it that these people are uh, how do you reach out to these people if they are not online or is it only an edge case i mean is is it that every artist most artists these days are online or facebook or wherever and so it's easier for you to reach them how's the situation uh, in 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 this industry as such as a part of our uh, you know our working we've got things where you know uh, so along with the main core team we've got a lot of other people who work with us and all of us basically go out to various events you know various venues where you can you know tap on artists okay so that's one thing where we go to different sort of events to tap artists second is we've got something known as a referral program that we run where you know artist introduces another artist third is we ha huh, so third is we've got our digital assets you know through which we also get artists okay fourth and the most important thing now you talk about people who are not online at all okay so these are typical artists like for example it could be a juggler it could be a small time clown so for them there is something known as artist groups in the market okay so we usually go to various weddings and stuff and that's where you know we meet their leader so basically there is one person who handles a lot of other artists right so we go to him and we meet uh more other ways are there are a lot of artist managers who yeah who again you know who connect with us depending on you know whatever their their needs are so uh ram it's it's not that uh like these contacts are not public or you cannot uh, achieve them like you can re- reach out to them it's it's possible for everyone uh, to reach out to them the thing is uh, it's not just it's not just a call that you make right it's not that someone you have got someone's number and you call them and they will uh, agree to work for you so so the gamut of things that we provide it's where uh, these artists take stay with us and uh, they do business through us okay uh, the things that we like i was explaining to you the the, pro, the portfolios that we create so it's one single location where you do everything in in my opinion i've had a uh, event management startup in the past so in my opinion i don't uh, think it is difficult to reach out to people it's more uh, important about your closure right, right. so that's where uh, people should be adding uh, value whenever they are thinking and how they can uh, like give benefits to their uh, uh, to the artist and stuff so that they stick on to you like they people should believe that okay this is the uh, this is the right solution that i was looking out for right so let's talk about that let's uh, can you give us some tips on how we can also uh do this closure part so reaching out is uh, not not that difficult but uh, uh what should we do to give confidence to them that uh, you know uh, this platform is something that they can try out you, you know again obviously you are a very different platform and uh, it's very unique so you had a little bit of an edge i'm not saying that's the only thing that helped you uh, you had a little bit of an edge uh, wherein that is didn't have a platform like this but uh, what 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 else can we do uh, in order to give people the confidence that yes come on to our platform you know you will get benefits yeah so the thing is uh, firstly uh, it's it's not that uh, i'm the only one in this business i'll be just frank about it and i'm not the only one who's doing something similar there are people who do similar things but uh, there are uh, slight nuances in the way we work okay the the thing is like and i'm just being a bit general and generic for any um, want to be entrepreneur there if you want to uh, get people to uh, like you want to get the closure and want people to uh, jo- like 
join your portal and give you business the thing is we should first be ready to uh, listen to what they want right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. through my mba uh, knowledge and uh, the experience that i have had with sipla gave us an idea like hey, what first of all one thing is you need to first go and listen to your artist so we uh, as a company and when i'm talking about off being offline we spend uh, like around 2 months trying to do research on artist side on event manager side on different restaurants okay we did this kind of a research trying to understand what is the pain point exactly and it is not easy like i cannot just tomorrow come and say this this is xyz if i do i'll get a benefit i have to establish that fact i have to uh, reach out to like many people that's what we learned we fell a lot we made lots of mistakes right but it's something that now we have uh, grown up in confidence that okay this is what is exactly works and again uh, in our case every artist is different like every genre is different every requirement is different so uh, in that basis we have to understand our customers really well and create a uh, products and benefits which they value a lot it's not just features like i can do this and do that it is actually the quality of service that we provide right okay okay so so i think a great takeaway from that is uh, a quality of service and making sure that uh, they understand the benefits uh, and listening to them uh, i think that th- those are key now you are talking about you fell down many times so can you talk uh, through one of your worst entrepreneurial moments and the lessons you learned from that experience so one example that i would like to give about okay this is for any uh, startup which is ongoing is that uh, so when so you know whenever you start something you really need to get this product product market fit right that's the most important thing uh, so you know in these past 9 uh, uh, you know you can call it like one and a half year since we've you know doing we've been doing this you know we have roughly had to change uh, you know the way we are working uh, in the sense you know trying out different models okay and when you try to do any sort of an exp- experiment okay that comes usually with a time and your time is something like really important that you can't afford to waste so whenever you do this uh, you know you actually have so what happens is you put in a lot of efforts thinking that you know i'm going to use strategy a but actually it turns out that after 2 3 months you see that this strategy is not actually working in the market that's like a biggest failure that any startup can experience because you know time is of utmost importance and this has not happened with us like for once it has happened twice thrice and finally i feel big my gig is now you know from the past 3 months we have we feel that we've got the right product market fit you know we've identified our right customers and everything so so yeah so the conclusion is that the time lag that you know we actually face uh, let's talk about uh, you know uh, how you, how would you like to sell okay so we thought uh, ke, so okay so we were always a b2b company okay and we thought ke cold calling is going to be the best option that we have got you know because it's cost effective and everything but after doing 3 months of calls so i remember making at least 100 calls a day okay i and my and my partner we used to do 100 100 calls a day that was the target you know so by the uh, by the end of the day you're fully drained you know after that you've got to handle your you know the inquiries and all that come in so in the first 3 months i remember you know we used to do 100 calls a day and uh, i'll not disclose the number but the inquiries the number of inquiries that we got was pathetically very less okay that's when we thought ki yaar b2b uh, selling you know when we are doing b2b selling i think we should change the strategy you know uh, and that's when we decided ki you know let's go and start meeting these guys 
but what happened in the process is like you know we've already wasted 3 months just calling people you know and it has not generated any revenue to the company and as a bootstrapped company i f- i feel you know i have wasted that time right at the same time i've learned you know that there is something that you have wasted but you've gained at the right time but if you talk regarding the same you know with b2c probably a calling strategy might work but again you know you need to invest time in that okay ram you you have a different perspective on worst entrepreneurial moment or you so want to add something like as he's mentioning even during the choice of customers that you make right so we have we have like if you see the business we have a gamut of customers like we have uh art firm, like event managers as a segment we have a restaurants as a segment we have actual b2c consumers as a segment so the choice the choice that you make so initially uh, uh we have a member we uh, of a team who have was part of the who had a, a restaurant background so we said okay restaurants is something that we should ta- target initially okay and uh, once we went there we spent almost like two months trying to find out and trying to get some kind of a deal struck but the thing was it, it didn't turn out that way then we had to change the strategy again and we had to go as he was mentioning to uh, another segment of customers so the thing is uh, those moments okay when when you make a decision and it's it's a decision taken by the team we are uh, all all on the same page but that small changes that you make like as he was mentioning the time this is time spent on restaurants if i had spent it on somewhere else probably my my uh, startup would have looked better today i don't know but the gain that we information that we got from the restaurants working for those two months in the restaurant field and stuff like that we we learned a lot okay okay cool uh so i just have a couple more questions uh, we are almost uh, at the end of the interview so uh what is the best advice that uh, you have read listened uh, heard uh, and try to implement in your own life uh, and or business uh, both of you can answer this in your own okay uh, own uh, the best advice that uh, we would personally give uh, you know from our experience oh, is first is uh, so that uh, first is that whenever you're planning anything okay i think you should make a note of it somewhere okay at the same time when you're planning it uh, plan process plan processes in such a way that you're working in advance for it so something that we call as pre processing so whatever processes you decide ke aaj you know today i'm deciding to do this so maybe 3 months down the line i'm going to do this so the right thing is to first you know pre process things second uh, second piece of advice is that if you have devised any strategy that you are going to give out to your employees to work on the thing that you should do is that first you should try and do it you know if you're saying that sales i'm going to do cold calling and if i keep a target of maybe 100 calls a day you know tomorrow if i have got any employee who comes to me and he tells me ke no pratik this is not possible for me i can quickly tell him that you know boss i have done it so you know this is something that i've gone through so so that's the thing you know so whatever you try out uh, whatever you you know you plan i think you should execute it as a founder as a promoter of the company Pract- practice what you preach right practice what you preach yeah that's when that's when you know uh, and one third thing that i would really i would really say and is that when you're doing any kind of work you know you do it to your best yaar yeah. if you want to do it do it to your best otherwise do not do it okay a simple example could be just developing a facebook creative okay uh, so you know recently we had done this campaign when you know we just launched in september 
and we got a lot of applauses for it i mean frankly a lot of people are telling me ki do you all actually have a creative agency or something so that's the kind of work that we've delivered you know now all this has not come like i was never a graphic designer before you know neither was ram but all this has come over time you know we keep on practicing we keep on improving till a time where you know people tell us ki are really you know we would like to hire hire you for something that you're not meant for so that's the thing you know you work you you create the best thing i feel you know that's a very important advice that i should give one most most important advice to anyone out there okay don't uh, don't be in that notion ke you know startup is something that you know that can change your things over time okay overnight overnight you know but if you if you see the reality you know whichever companies have come up okay all of them were a startup at some point of time but wherever they have reached today you know it's taken them a lot of time you know it's been 10 years 15 years 20 years of hard work but a lot of people you know youngsters like even you know there was even a notion when i had something like this in my mind but that was very early when i felt care you know he's made it so big within no time but then actually when you step up step into the game that's when you realize that you know it comes after a lot of hard work and persistence you know you really need to you know keep your feet on the ground and just keep working towards it right i i i remember this thing saying that i I became an overnight success with ten years of practice, <laughs> or or something like that. So yeah, we 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 only come to know of these companies when they hit the spotlight. We don't really know the struggles uh, behind it uh, unless you we dive in deep and read about the founders' struggles or the company's struggles, right? I mean, we just take it for granted that you know this is a startup that made so much money or got so much funding. So let me also do something. You know, I think. Uh, yeah a lot of people are just jumping in without understanding the real uh, nature of the startup uh, beast and and again yeah we uh, don't mean to sound pessimistic but you know 95% of startups fail only 5% uh, are successful we re- read only about success stories we don't know about the fa- there are a lot of failures that we never come to know about so i think uh, it's uh, all- it's it's a great advice to round up the list of advices so thank you so much for that now um i just have a couple of last questions so are there any books or resources that you guys would recommend to our uh, would be founders um see the the fact of the matter is whatever business you are in you have to read okay you have to understand that business really well uh in our case we did not have a book that explained it we had to go into the market to do it uh so and uh frankly uh, in my opinion as experience in my past work with big magic the customer teaches you a lot okay uh, and it's a very good way of learning okay you have to be humble enough to listen uh, to listen to them and uh, take their advice take take whatever they say but if you want specifics like like uh, i don't know if you want a specific understanding about how legal issues work about how marketing works there are plenty of books online resources available uh google gives you lots of things so just google it uh, whenever you get time keep on reading about it okay yeah and yeah be in uh, touch with the right person like who is the uh, like for every specific stuff there will be people and you build your own network you talk to people you attend events so that's where you start learning a lot uh, but there yeah, there are there are multiple books i don't uh, say there is say no but in our business probably we haven't uh, found one yet 
probably we should write one i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe you guys could, should write a book about your own experiences maybe that will be an interesting read uh, for for people out there um uh, so okay uh, so uh, the um, uh, <clears throat> sorry so is there uh, any uh, any particular resources that you would recommend i mean is there any any uh, any uh, specific uh, software resources that you like uh, highly recommend uh from your own startup experience so one thing that we highly recommend is google.com so so that, that and obviously all your social media stuff and things like that uh few things as as a business uh like once you enter into it and you're doing proper business you need to have a proper invoicing system so there are softwares available for that uh, we use wave as one of our softwares again you being an online company you require online uh, hosting tools and stuff uh, we have had a uh, a good experience with digital ocean and uh, heroku at the start so things like that are important uh, but other than that like uh, we we have uh, we have tried our hands at multiple uh, task management softwares and lots of uh, project management things and things uh, at the end of the day it's it's the paper and pen that works best for us uh on although we being an online company working on technology uh we do use load of things like uh, we use the google drive completely everything for us is on the drive we use excel we use hootsuite and stuff but then again it's in in my opinion it's it's not the tool it's the work that you do right tools can just make it a bit easier again the same same thing can be said about our tool as well big my gig to uh, is as a tool can make your life easy okay but the work is the same like it's the artist who performs right right end of the day the tool can't <laughs> the website can't so come the tool and cannot or the website cannot replace the artist or the business per se the tool can only make it better right okay okay great uh so uh so i just have uh, one uh, final question uh, but before we move on to that uh, uh what's the best way to get in touch with you guys so obviously i'm going to link up uh, bigmygig.com uh on the show notes page so uh so that's that's not the question the question is more to do with personally if uh, some startup founders or would be founders want to get in touch with you discuss some things out uh what are you guys active on like facebook twitter linkedin can you give me your we personal we are active on uh, linkedin and twitter we are also there on facebook if you will visit our site you can uh, find our contact details available there uh, like uh, on twitter you can uh, reach out to me at vijchik and you can reach out to pratik at pratik and then we our profiles are there on linkedin as well okay great great so facebook linkedin twitter uh i will link all those up on the show notes i'll get the details from you the exact handles offline and i will link it online uh so i just want to just uh, take the time to acknowledge and thank you guys for sharing this information to myself and our listeners uh, so it's it has been a great uh, interview and before uh, we close this interview i just want to ask you uh, one single gyan so imagine that whatever we have talked about for the past one hour has not uh, been recorded for some reason and uh, there's only one gyan that will air uh, out of the show uh what would uh, that be i would like each of you to answer separately this question one single gyan that you could give our would be founders yeah so the gyan that i would like to give you know to whoever is planning to do something in life start up a venture is uh, plan less work more 
that's what i believe in okay great and uh, yeah excellent what about you uh, about me see i always have had a, a simple funda like you should always be ready to adopt and adapt okay great 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 gyan guys uh, so thank you so much so very much and it was a real pleasure chatting with you guys and i wish you continued success uh, in your venture thank you thank so you much so much yeah. ram thank you so much for hosting us there you have it folks another interesting startup and its founder i hope you enjoyed the show do subscribe to the show and i'll see you all next week in the words of eric ries reading or in our case listening to podcasts is good but action is better have a great rest of the week ahead and bye for now